I really knew what I believed. I knew about Jesus. I knew what he had done. I knew about the resurrection. But I didn't know really why I believed. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today we are talking with our area director in Lubbock, Texas, Randy Rawls. Randy, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Absolutely, Blaine. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to hear your voice, my friend. Hey, you too, man. So I'm excited to talk with you, and this is going to be a little different because we're introducing Lubbock to the Search family, to our listeners, and to the the city. This is a, a brand new city for us. You're starting and bringing Search to to Lubbock. And so what I want to do on the podcast today is just help people understand a little bit of your story and background and then your passion for what we do. So let's just start from the very beginning. Randy, can you give us just a quick overview of uh, where you're from and a little bit of your uh, background in early years? Yeah. Well, thanks. We, uh, let's see, we moved out here in West Texas and uh, I was in the seventh grade. We moved to Level Land, and um, we were. My dad was in the John Deere business, and so I was raised out here in West Texas. We were a uh, church-going family. I came to know the Lord at the age of fourteen, and we um, graduated in high school in nineteen eighty-two. And I left West Texas really with the plan of not coming back, um, just because. I liked lakes and trees and those kind of things. So I went to college and then ended up going to uh, Fort Worth and getting in corporate America and spent 10 years in corporate America there. Met Robin in Fort Worth and that's where uh, we got married. We actually had both of our kids there. We were both born there. And we uh, that was our first church that we that we joined was also in Fort Worth. And lo and behold, it was the first time I was introduced to search was in Fort Worth. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Because you were you were a real successful guy and have been, and we'll talk a little bit about your career. And you're one of these crazy guys that we get sometimes, Randy, who leave these amazing careers to come do search. So we're going to unpack that. Uh, but but tell me about your intersection with us about 25 years ago in Fort Worth. Yeah, well, um, I got involved in corporate America, and I'd worked for three different companies there. And um, we joined a church. It was Christ Chapel. And I was actually going through uh, deacon training at the time. And Robin's one of her friends, said, hey, they're having a, an open forum. It's a couple's open forum at one of our friends' homes. And I was like, you know, I'm not really interested in that. I wasn't really excited about it. But she was very persistent. And so we ended up going. And when we got there, it was this open forum environment was a gentleman by the name of Bill Crasson. He was there and we had um, really good food. And then we went into the living room and sat down and I had no idea what the sermon was going to be on, but there wasn't a sermon. He sat down and opened this environment of people up to a number of questions. And the questions were, how do you know that God exists and how reliable is the Bible and why is there so much hypocrisy in church and, and religion itself and things like that. And I couldn't believe that it nearly sounded like he was trying to turn us away from Christianity, 
But he was asking all these questions, and I was so curious about how he was going to answer them. But he really didn't. He just put it out into the room, and people started discussing it. And there was so much like electricity in the room, talking about how do you know God really exists? And anyway, I, I just fell in love with that environment at that night. We continued to go back for another three or four weeks and continue to go over additional questions. And I was so intrigued that I truly um, went to Bill and befriended him and got to know him and wanted to know more about it and have more answers. Because in my early age, I really knew what I believed. I knew about Jesus. I knew what he had done. I knew about the resurrection. But I didn't know really why I believed. And I know that kind of sounds strange, but sometimes we, we know what we believe, but we don't know why we believe. And for me, that's what search did. It took me to a different level. It took my faith to a different level of truly now understanding why I believe. And that has to do with the object of my faith. But maybe we can talk some more a little about that also. Well, we can, and it's 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 interesting to me because your story actually parallels mine a little bit too. Because I became mm-hmm. a believer. Now, my, this was mine was very compacted. Yours was years removed, but I became a believer. But almost immediately, within a month or two, I had these same kind of questions. I'm going, is this really? I mean, I believe it, but come on, is this like really, really true? You know, I had wanted to know, and I started researching and found out some of the same things that you're talking about. And I and I think that's one of the great things that we get to do is help uh, help people figure uh, out the objectivity of the Christian faith. So uh, so this ignited, yeah. this is this open forum, getting connected with, with Craftsen ignited a real passion for you. And, and I, what I have observed in your life is that understanding the why behind what you believe has really given you confidence to then help others explore these questions. And so I know that this is a real passion of yours, and I'd love for you to just speak to that and, and in particular, uh, help us to know, you know, as you move into uh, search and, and full-time with us, what is exciting to you about being able to bring this kind of ministry to Lubbock, Texas? Very good. Well, I went to training with Search in 2004, and I fell in love with what I, you know Search calls relational evangelism. And uh, it's being able to go over these questions. You know, at one point in time, I was actually fearful to tackle because I was afraid that uh, what I had been taught as a child might be wrong. And uh, I was, I mean, I was kind of really scared to know what the truth about the Bible was. I had heard, you know, so many things that it might be a fairy tale or not be a fairy tale. And I just, I, I just fell in love with wanting to know the truth. And when we do that, it's kind of like, um, I also wanted to learn what the fundamentals of Christianity were. And I'm a big golfer, um, you know, in golf, there's there's certain things that the greatest players in the world do. They all have a really good grip. They all have perfect postures, most of them. Um, their ball position is consistent. And those are the things that they work on about 95% of the time. And I learned through search and through that training that the search fundamentals are kind of the same. Um, they do things that help people ask the questions why. Um, to get to the, the answers of the questions. And they do that by just building safe environments, which is number one and uh, for me. 
um, that safe environment allowed us to ask the questions and not to be scared and to feel comfortable about maybe being dumb or not having the answers, but truly investigating and taking a look at the evidence that we had and that we could, you know, we could discover and learn that. Um, the other thing I've always liked about SIRS too is just their vision and their mission. I mean, the vision for it is for all people to be involved, um, excuse me, to be invited to know and uh, to share Jesus. And, you know, that's kind of a two-piece thing, invited to know and then invited to share. Um, the mission of searches is uh, inviting adults to take a next step towards God. So I don't know, for, for me, it just tied to a really simple process that I could get men into a barn or men into a safe environment and meet them where they were on their walk with God and talk to them about some of these intellectual questions that they might have. So, well, um, we've got to explain the barn thing here for everybody because it's, it's it, it, we're not they're not cattle, right? Okay, so you <laughs> let me let me let me set this up for our, our listeners. So, Randy, uh, you know, so you've been out in in Lubbock for a while. You you've been in uh, various roles in corporate America, but for a long time you've been in the John Deere business and and have run dealerships, and that's what you've been doing for the the bulk of your your time. And so you've got a you got a, a house out there and in your backyard you've got a like a man cave barn kind of deal yeah. and as you mentioned it's more of a man cave instead of a barn yeah for sure yeah that's yeah. a better way to put it and you've had me over it's been a whole lot of fun and it, so you went through our training in the early 2000s you were an associate staff with us for a long time which is kind of a part-time role for guys like you who want to stay in the in the business world and so yep. throughout the last couple of decades you've been hosting these open forums and studies and various things in your in your barn in the backyard and so that's what we're talking about here right yeah. exactly and so uh, so given all of uh, given all of that What's made you want to take some of the best years of your life and and give them to this type of work that we do? And, and to what's what's getting you to move out of the business world and begin search in Lubbock in a full time role? Why is that so important to you? Well, it's kind of a twofold. Number one. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoyed the business world and I learned the basics of the business world that they were really simple about um, finding out what the needs of the people were. Everybody has a problem and an issue. And in business, our goals were to fix the problem and to fix it and, um, and make a living by doing that. Everyone that comes into a John Deere dealership usually has a problem and a situation and we're there to help them and to fix that. And, you know, ministry is the same way. Um, when, you know, when Christ says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the father except through me in John 14, six, he's putting a, a problem or a situation, I guess, in front of every man, they're going to have to make a decision and evaluate the options that they have. And in business, it was the same way. So, um, I think, you know, moving from, the business environment to the ministry. I've really always been in ministry. I was in ministry with my employees and with my staff and with my customers, always had an open door policy. And I really enjoyed doing that more than I enjoyed counting pennies and money. 
And, you know, Rob and I have been blessed with the John Deere business. There's, there's no doubt, but the reality of it is, is that, um, the John Deere organization as a whole is consolidating all these dealerships. And so there's not a place for a little small, um, little small pond out here, a little small fish in the pond anymore. So, um, we're going to, we're in the process of, of moving out of the John Deere stores and Rob and I both are just wanting to be full time in, in ministry with search. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. And, and, you know, we're wanting to have an impact a ministry impact here in Lubbock kind of above and beyond what I was doing in the barn as well. I kind of see search now full time as being, um, the barn on steroids, if you will. And it's not going to be just about me doing ministry in a barn. It's going to be more about us building a team here in Lubbock of uh, men and women that can uh, help grow this ministry and make it stronger and be a, even a part of their own individual ministries as well. So, Yeah, and we just can't wait to see everything that's going to happen. And you're going to build even a staff team there over the next handful of right. years that we're, we're hoping. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be just fantastic. There's a big vision for Lubbock, Texas, and so much need and opportunity there. And, and Randy, I, I really mean this. I can't think of anybody better to bring search to Lubbock than you. We, oh, we, thanks, man. We really are uh, grateful and excited for all that's ahead. So uh, let's end with this, Randy. Um, some of the the what are some of the core passages in in Scripture that you're leaning on right now as you're making this transition into search and and bringing this ministry to Lubbock? Yeah. I'll talk about some of those, those scriptures. I just think, I think most of them are tied to having an opportunity to give, you know, people meaning, purpose and hope and rest. And, um, we're out here in a Bible belt and there's a lot of guys that are going to church. There's a lot of guys that don't go to church, women as well. Um, and some of those that are going to church have, you know, assurance issues. Um, some that don't go to church, I feel like they maybe even missed the opportunity to be saved. Uh, it, it's all over the board, and I think this ministry can have a huge impact on inviting people to know Jesus and then inviting people that know Jesus to share him. And this meaning, purpose, hope, and rest is something that doesn't come in the life after this. It, you know, it's something that we can have now. Um, my whole thoughts and, and have always been are that all men are spiritual, and we've all been created that way. We all have a focus on something to bring us happiness or peace and I think the world sometimes, you know, we call those idols. But um, I like to get in front of men and ask them the questions of why, like we talked about before. I think Joel Householder said it best in his talk. He said, gets in front of men and says, what do you believe and why do you believe it? And who told you? And what if they were wrong? And I've kind of done the same thing. I just want to get in front of men and ask them what they believe and why they believe it and have they done any research with it. So my, my staple uh, Bible verses have always been uh, that John fourteen six I mentioned earlier. I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And uh, John ten nine, Jesus claims to be the door that a man has to make a decision, and uh, you know whether he's going to walk through that door or not. It poses that question for every man. And then I guess my favorite um, that I always bring up as well is. People don't like it, but it's Romans 3.23, for we have all sinned and we fall short of the glory of God. And what does this glory of God look like? And um, 
how can we talk about sin and and how does God deal with it and how is it possible that he or why doesn't he just sweep it under the rug and and what is this atonement and you know these words that um we have an opportunity to sit down and discuss and then that opportunity to discuss for me has always been tied to Romans uh, 10. Um, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And so that's what search is in my world. And uh, hopefully we can just make it stronger and grow more on putting a building a building an environment truly to where people can come and talk about, you know, life and God and uh, um, have this meaning, purpose and hope and, and rest today. That's a fantastic summary, Randy. And I, I, like I said, I could not be more excited for search to come to Lubbock, for you to get to live out some of those passages and verses and thoughts and just your passion that we can hear even through the phone. So uh, just thank you. I appreciate you spending the time with me on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Blaine. It's been awesome. If anybody's got questions about it, get a hold of Blaine or me or anyone wants to be involved in Lubbock, Texas, um, look us up. Let's do it. And I want to thank everybody for listening to the Search in Your City podcast. If you've got a comment, question, thought, anything like that, you can send it on over to us, podcast at searchnational.org. And until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.